0: Hi guys, Tina Anderson, TinaAndersonOC.com. Get Fit, Stay Healthy, and Life in the Groove, not to confuse you. I did mention that I had some changes coming up, very exciting, cool changes. I am now a nationally syndicated radio host on right now 53 stations across the US. Life in the Groove is the name of the show, which I've already been talking about. And I'm not stopping my podcast, but so it's not redundant, I will be taking the edited shows that I'm recording for Life in the Groove and putting them here for the time being. I'm not quite sure how this will all work out, I'll be honest with you, but I am still around and I will have even more information, celebrity interviews, giveaways, all kinds of stuff, so don't go anywhere, stay with me. it's time to wake up. Brian Setzer Orchestra. I love that song. It's hard to find, you know, holiday Christmas music with a different take, especially in Roth anyway. So good song there. Hey, welcome to Life in the Groove, the place to get inspired, to get motivated, to get the truth, to get all that important information you need so you can live fit and healthy and strong and certainly in your groove. And that includes not just diet and health and fitness but just life challenges as well the uh, the emotional side of it too we talk about all of that here as well as some good takeaways in the final segment today the weekend weight loss segment taking your calls checking your tweets your posts and your emails you can connect with me at my blog tinaandersonoc.com that stands for orange county And I have all the links there so we can uh, connect. Toll free, 855 892 9606. 855 892 9606. It's the holiday season. And uh, I hope you guys are doing good thus far. We've been talking about holidays, survival, and thrival. And I'm going to continue with that series with my guests as well as just my input. Uh, Hopefully that you're not too stressed and you're not, you know, gripping those steering wheels too tightly and you've got some of the shopping done and you're taking some deep breaths and enjoying the season. Don't forget to do that. Someone who knows how to enjoy not just the season, but really just living healthy and strong, is uh, my guest on the line today, Carolyn McDougal, who actually uh, is the founder and creator of a coffee that I, di- I discovered about s- just like six months ago, Ticino. And it's a caffeine-free herbal coffee. And I found it, Carolyn, first of all, welcome to Life in the Groove.
1: Thank you so much for having me today.
0: Absolutely. I found, um, came across your coffee when i was doing a 21 day gentle detox and someone recommended that if you wanted to sort of have that emotional connection to something um, besides you know herbal tea speaking of which Uh, Carolyn began her career developing worldwide suppliers and importing herbs for Celestial Seasonings. We've all heard of that. I mean, that's just a major brand, and so her background in tea is just um, extensive, and she's formulated all kinds of herb-based beverages for other manufacturers. So she's really a specialist in this area, but today we're going to talk about basically going without caffeine. I know that's, don't, just keep listening. Don't turn off the radio for some of you that think there's no way you can go without caffeine. And um, maybe surviving and thriving into the new year means less caffeine. So Carolyn, let's just start off with um, why could, why develop something like this in the first place? How did this all happen?
1: Well, you know, there are people like myself who are caffeine sensitive, and we kind of know it right away when we drink caffeine it 's kind of like rocket fuel for us and gives us the jitters or some people get anxious and and nervous and you know or irritable, or various different things happen um, for people who are sensitive to caffeine so I was always new I was sensitive to caffeine, and so I always was is really into herbs for their healing benefits and I got really excited in the um when I started with celestial seasons about what herbs can do to um create health in people's lives. Um, So I've always been in that wonderful herbal beverage realm. And, uh, and Ticino really was born out of that because I happen to love that roasted, deep-bodied, full flavor of a cup of coffee, but it's both the caffeine and the acidity in coffee that really um, rule it out as a drink for me. So I had to come up with something that was herbal that I could brew like coffee, and now we, I can even brew it like tea because we put it in tea bags to make it convenient for tea drinkers, and, um, and that's really where um, Ticino came out of. It was, uh, it was inspired at literally in a dream I had one night, and I took the dream Seriously, and created Ticino
0: <laughs> you hear about that, you had a dream, and I decided I needed to do it. i don't think too many people really act on that. obviously, you had the background for it what you you mentioned that you knew right away. Do you think a lot of people don't know they're drinking coffee or anything caffeinated, let's say even soda would soda give you the same effect if you're sensitive to caffeine?
1: Oh, absolutely you know i I hate to say it, but there's a lot of people going to see psychiatrists and psychologists and therapists of all sorts because they're feeling anxious, they're feeling um, irritable, they um, ha- can't sleep at night, and they actually just have a caffeine problem. <laughs> oh, wow. And I get those letters all the time from people saying, you know, who knew? And when we've done consumer um, research, we've found that the top reason that people say they quit coffee is anxiety. You would think it would be something else, you know, but it's actually anxiety that, uh, that coffee, um, for a lot of people, it just exacerbates anxiety. And, look, we all have enough to be anxious about It's a changing world. <laughs> no kidding.
0: <laughs> No kidding, no kidding.
1: <laughs> so you know, you really don't want to compound it, but you know you can you can do caffeine in moderation, and some people don't have any problem with it. Some people can drink it only in the morning and be okay. but what I always say to people and is take a break and see what happens, see what changes you notice in your body because that's when you'll be able to tell is it good for you or isn't it and and if you really want to take that break um and you were saying you were doing it at a twenty one detox um twenty one days of detox that's a perfect time to do it because caffeine actually has to be detoxified in the liver, and so it's a burden on the liver. So, when you really want to detox, you know, wean yourself off of caffeine ahead of time by blending it with Ticino so you don't get those terrible headaches, and then really go for those 21 days, or I always recommend actually a couple months without any caffeine, and it'll be amazing for you to see what happens to yourself in the morning. Do you, you know? Can do your adrenals get restored? Do you wake up like you did when you were a kid? Do you have it? No problem getting out of bed. We hear that all the time from people who say, "I can't believe it! I have more energy than ever before."
0: So <laughs> you yeah, have to something.
1: experiment with your body and try it for yourself.
0: Now you have a background of really traveling the world, and because of finding the herbs, um, and I uh, have a background in from Latin America because I'm half Peruvian, so I've spent a lot of time in in those countries, and especially in Peru, and um. I recognize right away when I see labels and names and and such but really this coffee from if I remember correctly was uh, really connected more to the Mediterranean, isn't that correct?
1: Well, it was originally because the ingredients, I, when I first had that dream and started working literally in my kitchen, roasting and grinding herbs, I realized all the ingredients I was working with were actually originally Mediterranean herbs, so carob and barley and chicory and dates and figs and almonds, all of those are in what we call our Mediterranean flavors. But um, then later on, and this was in uh, the early 2000s, I began working on the supply of an ingredient that the Maya actually drank um, as a roasted beverage. And um, it's a seed of a fruit of a tree that grows in the rainforest in Central America. And that seed is called the Ramon seed. And Ramon, when you roast it, tastes a lot like coffee. And, of course, you know, coffee was brought here by the Spanish, so the Maya were drinking roasted Ramon seeds before coffee was ever brought to these shores. And I found that that gave a really true um, coffee-like flavor. And so with that uh, ingredient, I developed our Mayan flavors, which are um, more true to just a strict coffee profile. We have a French roast and a chocolate, and both of those are like the most like regular coffee.
0: Yeah, I think I've tried a couple of those. I was saying before we got on the air that the almond amaretto is the one that I love. And I actually mix mine. I actually do really well. I'm one of those that coffee, a little bit of coffee usually sets my day off really well. But I, I have a combination, and so I use sometimes half and half. So I have your coffee and my coffee, and it's perfect.
1: It is perfect. You know, what I say to people is, I say, don't drink decaf. Decaf is a degraded product. I don't care how they decaffeinated it, whether they did it with water or with chemicals. They leach out the antioxidants, which is one of the things that we're drinking coffee for. And really, the only real health benefit besides the caffeine that coffee has is those antioxidants are important. So if you're you're extracting caffeine, you're degrading the antioxidants, you really don't want to drink decaf. But you can make your own decaf by simply blending your favorite regular coffee with Ticino, and you can put it in the level you want. One day, you might want it half and half. Another day, you might want it only a quarter, you know, or three quarters because you're really tired, whatever. You do it, blend it, and you can do that right in your drip coffee maker.
0: So you know about teas as well. So is that the same for a tea that's like, let's just say, a basic Lipton decaffeinated? You're saying even with that, that's not a good idea? Wow.
1: Don't drink a decaffeinated product. It has been extracted. You want, you want your ingredients the way nature created them. And if you were taking something out, we're taking other things as well at the same time. We're taking flavor components, but most importantly, we're taking the um, wonderful phytonutrients and phytochemicals that are in those plants that are being um, removed or altered or rearranged or whatever at the same time. So, yeah, why drink decaf? If you're in the tea world, you have so many choices in the herbal realm. You have rooibos. You have tulsi. New um, have the mints and chamomile, you have all the floral teas, you have the lemon tasting teas. I mean, you can go on forever, and I have, of course. I've created over 75 herbal teas for various other companies. So I can tell you that you can. I, I, I thought in the early 90s that I really was at the end, but I've got to guess what, since then I probably <laughs> created another
0: 50. <laughs> because so. there's so many ingredients that we don't know about, right? If you traverse into uh, the Amazon or wherever you've gone, there's probably still in the remote areas. Um, I would think, ingredients and herbs and uh, plants that we don't know about. And can you hold on for one more segment? We can talk a little bit more about that? Sure. Okay. All right. You guys are listening to Life in the Groove right where you should be. should be in your groove. This is Tina Anderson, and Carolyn McDougall is with us, and she created um, a, a coffee drink that I drink, and to Chino and I want to talk a little bit more to Carolyn also about her life and what she's done, and again, we'll mention why maybe you should watch your caffeine intake for 2014 and beyond. Right back with much more, 855-892-9606, 855-892-9606, or connect with me at my blog, TinaAndersonOC.com. Hold on, guys. Be right back. This is a good choice, Jay. This is my choice, though, just reminding you. Yeah. I don't know if Brian knows this song. You know this song, Brian? (laughs) He's looking at me like... (laughs) Earth, wind, and fire. Can't go wrong with earth, wind, and fire. Live in the groove, Tina Anderson. How are you guys? Thanks for joining us. Carolyn McDougall is my guest on the line today. And are you in Santa Barbara right now, Carolyn? I am. Oh, so, like... Peaceful and zen in Santa Barbara.
1: Yeah, I'm looking out at, uh, down, I live up in the hills, so I'm looking out down at the ocean right now. Oh my,
0: are you serious? Yeah, okay. I'm serious. Oh, there, that, You can
1: see the islands today.
0: How nice, how nice. That's a perfect place for you. I, it sounds like exactly where you should be. Uh, Carolyn is uh, the, the uh, founder and creator and CEO of Ticino, which is a caffeine free herbal coffee and uh, as well as she's done so many other things, and we're going to talk about that in a second. But there's something that I think uh, we need to mention one more time, Carolyn, and this is what happens when I mention the coffee. And the reason that I ha- I'm having Carolyn on is we're talking about going caffeine-free and about her coffee, and also I wanted to talk a bit about herbs and just her life and, and being in and fitness and being healthy as well. Uh, and that is that I think a lot of people, when I say, oh, I have this coffee that I drank, and they go, oh, is it caffeine-free? I'm like, no, it's... It's not caffeine free. It's, and I have a hard time. It's like, no, there's no caffeine, but it's not caffeine free. It's hard to describe that. Did you start with any kind of confusion that you had to clear up with that? Because that's what happens to me when I mention your coffee.
1: No, what people get confused about is they think that decaf is caffeine free, but decaf isn't caffeine free. It still has caffeine in it. And so then when they look at Ticino, they say, oh, it's, it's a, a decaf. And I say, no, it, there's been no processing. Decaf means that it's been either chemically or um, processed with water, and thus things have been removed from it. But our herbs are all naturally caffeine free to begin with. So that's the difference between decaf and caffeine free. The decaf actually still has um, caffeine in it. And you can get, if you can drink a cup of decaf, you can get get. get upwards to um, anywhere from 10 to 30 milligrams of caffeine in that cup, which is something like drinking a cup of green tea.
0: Right. So I I think that's probably such an important distinction to make. And I had heard a long time ago not to, you know, not to drink decaffeinated. And so I was aware of that. I don't know where I I read that somewhere. So at least I knew that. But I know it can be kind of confusing. You have been all over the world really looking for, I guess, ingredients and herbs and, you know, I guess, ingredients to make the teas and and certainly now the coffee and other things you're working on. When you, what's the process like? Do you find someone that's indigenous to the area and you go out into the, the jungle or the fields? I mean, what actually happens when you find and search for these ingredients? Well,
1: I literally have done that, just what you said. As a matter of fact, I created a tea for the Republic of Tea uh, called Rainforest Tea, and I found the rainforest herbs by hiking through the jungle <laughs> <laughs> and asking um, the guys that we were with, you know, what herbs they used in their um, cooking in their, um, and to drink. Um, so I, I have actually done that. Of course, anything that I discover, or, or, you know, I don't mean I discovered personally, but, you know, that I fine in my travels i then go backwards and look at you know how's it used how how much uh, has it been either eaten or drank or various things like that. But that is one of the things that I do when I travel. I look for what are the good-tasting things. And I've used, uh, for instance, allspice leaves instead of just the allspice fruit. It turns out the allspice leaves make a wonderful tea. So sometimes I come across it that way, where I'm um, already looking at the allspice fruit, which is a spice that we use um, in our cooking, as we all know, especially around this time of year of uh, Christmas. But the leaves make a wonderful tea, too. Uh, So I've really been lucky in that way. And And the Ramon seed, which I was mentioning before, that we discovered for um, Ticino, I actually found out because I was working in Guatemala on some other um, ingredients and people um, were talking about it. it. It had really mostly been forgotten, but because they knew I was in the herbal coffee business, they were saying, okay, well, you know, we have something that, you know, used to be drank many years ago or, you know, by the Maya. And so it um, turned out it was actually a traditional food of the Maya. They actually ate it and they called the tree the corn tree because you could also eat it like uh, corn. So <laughs> yeah. you just find these things along the way, and sometimes people send me samples from their country and say, "Taste this," and I go, "Oh wow, that's fantastic!"
0: <laughs> wow, really? And yeah. do you take this? Do you take the ingredients then and go to a, uh, you know, not a plant, but go to your your processing place, whatever, and experiment, and and then just. Do taste testing?
1: I do that. I do that, and I have to tell you that I still do. The majority of my taste testing is still all done in my kitchen. It's the quietest place um, that I can work uh, without interruption, and, and it's the most creative place for me. And I have I have closets filled with all kinds of herbs and samples.
0: <laughs> you, you,
1: you try and get into you know my guest room, and you open the closet. Instead of seeing somebody's clothes in there, you see herbs and samples and things from all over. <laughs> I
0: like that. Now, do herbs last a long time? If well, you had herbs, are they...
1: They don't, but I keep a library of them so that I always know and can remember and taste and then go and get a fresh sample. So you're supposed to use, you know, fresh herbs every year. Um, and there's, But the thing is, they never go bad. It's not like, you know, there's something wrong with them. They just lose um, some of their aromatic flavors, so then you get a fresh sample.
0: Oh, okay. Have you come across any herbs that have really shocked you or surprised you or had a certain effect that you actually, you know, were really surprised. Well,
1: I, I have to say that, you know, yeah, there are some herbs I call sort of the kings and queens, <laughs> and uh, rooibos from South Africa is one. It's indigenous to a small area in the Cape region of South Africa, and it actually is a naturally fermented leaf. Um, I don't know if you know that black tea is fermented and green tea isn't that comes from the same plant, Camellia sinensis. And rooibos is the only herb uh, that it naturally ferments, like black tea and green, uh, ferments. And thus, uh, that one you can put milk in and you can make it like a really great cup of tea, um if you like you know an english style tea and then um uh in india i was introduced to tulsi um and a, a wonderful company called organic india uh, markets tulsi teas in this country and tulsi is a sacred herb and it's very energizing and has no caffeine so you know i i i'm i i need to stop paying so much attention to my company and write a book so people can discover some of these wonderful things that they can drink <laughs> <laughs> Because I do have a lot of information to give and to share.
0: Sounds like it. Okay, so I have a request then, because when I was in Peru, we had mate coca tea, Mm -hmm. which I can't find. You can't find. You, and if you try to order it, it's impossible. So, you need, can you get over there to, like, you know, to Cusco and get well, some? Well, unfortunately,
1: water. mate coca is illegal in this country because of coca. Know, <laughs> I know, I know.
0: It's
1: coming from, but you know, all throughout South America, people are drinking coca leaves, and coca leaves have a very good uh, stimulating property, especially of breathing, so that you can actually breathe easier and take in more oxygen if you drink coca leaves. But because they can be extracted and you can get coca- cocaine from them, they're banned in this
0: country. I know it. Okay. Well, you need, to, you need to, to change that. Okay, well, we have about two minutes left. And, Carolyn, um, as far as what you have going on with your company and um, where people can find you and what you'd recommend to get started with a tea or a coffee, uh, let's go ahead and take care of that so we don't miss that before we wrap up this segment.
1: Okay. Well, you can find Ticino in natural food stores across the country. Um, So, for instance, a Whole Foods or uh, any of the uh, natural foods independent natural food stores um, all have Ticino in it. You may also look online. Um, Ticino sold on Amazon. Our own website will show you all the different package sizes that we have. That's Ticino.com. And Ticino, by the way, is spelled uh, like the um, the Italian spelled uh, a cappuccino. Chino comes from the cappuccino, right? Right. (laughs) So it's spelled T-E-E we see i n o dot com so Ticino.com but if you put in misspellings, it usually gets you to, yeah Google's so good at correcting I know, it
0: really is <laughs> it usually
1: gets you to our website anyway and on our website you'll be able to see all the teas I've created for other companies as well as all the um, flavors of Ticino. We actually have 19 of them and we have them in all different pack sizes so if you uh, have checked your natural food store and want to um, have more selection, simply come visit us at Ticino.com or check out Amazon. They have a good selection too
0: uh, absolutely. Absolutely. And for the uh, real quickly here for the person who's going to start with maybe a tea and never has just a basic black tea, green tea, what's the one or two teas?
1: Well, if they want a caffeine-free tea, because that's my specialty.
0: That's right. <laughs> then
1: I would get a rooibos tea. There's a good selection of them on my website. I've made a huge line for the Republic of Tea that's uh, roybus based um, So I would try a rooibos tea, and I would definitely try a Get a Little venturesome and have a Tulsi tea. Um, try one of Organic India's Tulsi teas. You'll find those in your natural food stores as well. Um, and, uh, you know, to, just uh, to start to experiment a little. There's a whole world of drinking herbal teas out there, so if you've been studying on camellia sinensis which is your black and green tea okay. and you want to cut down on your caffeine i'm telling you herbs are going to have you're going to have a lot of fun with them
0: i totally agree thank you so much carolyn i appreciate your time and congratulations on the coffee that i love and drink and it's great talking to you the, great
1: and, great uh, talking with you yeah have
0: a great holiday season and we'll be right back life on the groove with much much more Eight five five don't go anywhere thriving through the holidays and surviving up next so funky life in the groove continues Tina Anderson thanks for joining us hopefully you are in your groove getting in your groove staying in your groove or finding your groove close to it okay so the holidays uh, you know Not to be cliche, but you do want to enjoy the season, and it is a tough time for a lot of reasons, not just because of the food, but some people, it's a lonely time of the year. It's a time when uh, you have, you know, memories or issues that you haven't dealt with, and I want to tackle that probably next weekend, Uh, and so I'm acknowledging that. I don't want to be like, hey, everybody's happy and positive, and you have no other reason to be so. I I understand. I really get that. What you drink and what you eat and how you move your body does affect how you feel tremendously. So if you do face more emotional issues during the holiday season, it's even more important that you really take care of yourself because it's, they, they're tied in, obviously. We're going to jump into some, uh, some holiday survival and thrival tips again as I continue with this. And the first thing I want to remind you guys of, and we've mentioned this before, it's a great tip and this is uh, simply just your location at an event or party or even in the house, and that is just to back away from the table, the food table or the drink table, depending on your weakness. You know, it's so simple to eat mindlessly and that, let's say, overeat mindlessly at a gathering if you're close to the table where the food is. You've heard of out of sight, out of mind, and it's really true. You use it to your advantage. And seriously, when I used to get more triggered... Before I really got through my food disorder, which I'll dive into in, at another time. But I was bulimic at one time and I had a lot of food issues I had to deal with. And so I was so triggered by the sugar at a party that literally I couldn't even talk to people. Because I was just thinking about what could I eat, what could I eat, what couldn't I eat, how many calories, what would I do if I ate too many calories and my mind would just start to take off. And I couldn't even enjoy the party or the moment. I really couldn't. And then I would sneak and try to get some of the food and try to eat it. No one seeing me. Oh, I was just ridiculous. So I'm just sharing that because... Uh, A lot of us have gone through that, so you're not the only one. But I will say this. I I don't have that trigger anymore, but if I feel a little bit of it coming on, which can happen, then I just have my husband or a friend go to the table for me, and I say, get some veggies or some lean, you know, if there's some sandwich meat, and please don't bring back any sweets. Don't put anything on the plate. And then I try to just get focused on who's there, and I'm not even over by the food. I'm not triggered by it. I don't see it. It, it uh, It doesn't allow me then to drift back into bad patterns because if you have a an eating disorder you're addicted to something you have an addictive personality you have an issue like anyone else and your mind will try to trick you into thinking you're fine and sometimes you're not so even if that's not your issue one of the really important things you can take away from this is to have someone you trust get a plate of food for you if you really are going to get into trouble at that party. And don't hang around in your kitchen or in someone else's kitchen. Try to find someone to talk to outside of that area as well if you do that mindless eating. And it's so easy to do that at a party when there's literally food everywhere. People are bringing potlucks or they're bringing in boxes of seized candy. I cannot tell you how many times uh, we've received three or four boxes of seized candy from my husband's work or something. And I stare at it. And I try to put it somewhere else, but if I walk by it every day i'm you know I'm tempted so out of sight, out of mind, at a party, stay away from the the food table, have someone else go get your plate for you if that will help. It sounds kind of ridiculous, but it really works it's a simple, simple tip if you're going to be triggered. All right, same with the drinks. I don't want to skip that. Same with uh, with alcohol or any of that stuff if that also triggers you. Okay, I'm going to move into workout tip next and also a stress-less tip and also a weekend weight loss segment for you. So you are ready to take on the weekend. 855-892-9606. With any questions, feel free to ask me whatever you want. TinaAndersonOC.com as well. Life in the Group continues with more thrival and survival of the holidays. Oh, so romantic, so romantic. Wait a second, did you see Mrs. Claus? Uh oh. <laughs> oh, wait a second. Mr. Claus is not going to be too happy about that. They're in their groove. <laughs> Life in the groove, Tina Anderson. Surviving and thriving through the holidays. You better be doing more than surviving. Uh, halfway through the month, you better be uh, thriving. Uh, okay, let's, do a, let's go to a workout tip. So, simple stuff, guys. Uh, this is for those of you specifically who don't, quote, like to work out. Those of you who, quote, hate exercise... This is specifically for you. All I'm going to ask you to do, are you listening? This is really simple, is just move more during your day naturally in your daily activities. Think about all the stuff you do during the day. And if you're seated at a computer a lot or if you're driving a lot, then you are going to have to make a little bit of an extra effort. And you've heard it before, but I'm going to say it again. It's worth hearing again take the flipping steps. Really just do it. Just go to the door and take the steps, not the elevator. And if you're carrying a briefcase or something else, it's like carrying dumbbells. So you will get more of a workout. And in fact, if you are at the airport and you have extra time, and I've done this, walk around if there's a long corridor, and most airports have long corridors, they stretch out. They're not circular so much. And if they are, there are a lot of gates, right? So don't unless you're in a really small, tiny little airport. Uh, but start walking around. Take, you know, your suitcase with you, obviously. Switch arms, switch hands. Don't stay with one side because you can get injured, believe it or not. You can, you know, really exacerbate a back or shoulder issue. Exactly, Brian's showing that. Yeah, you can and if anyone has done that, you know what I'm talking about. So be really careful with that. But walk around the airport fast if you can. You know, if you knock a couple people over, whatever. I mean, you know, just, you know, <laughs> no elderly people. But uh, if you have a dog and uh, and you take your dog for a walk, go on an extra longer walk. You know what? This is so simple. It's just making a decision to do something a little extra. And I'm, I know it sounds like, really, this is your tip, but I think sometimes we have to hear the obvious because we kind of forget about it. And what you do during the day can be enhanced. You can just double up on something. Even getting the mail, I tell people, you know what, if that's your movement for that morning, you've been working then take five trips and go back and forth. Skip. I don't care. Just just move more. Pay it forward. It's that simple. Don't tell me you can't work out. I can't move. I hate it. Just move your body during the day more. And yes, park further away. Yes, park further away. And you know what else? Put away all those annoying shopping carts that people don't put away. Who does that? I hope. Uh oh, Brian's giving me that look. Are you one of those, Jay? You put your shopping cart. It drives me crazy when people don't put the back when they just leave them in a parking space. Yeah, that, that's it's so irritating. And the little, uh, you know, the queue is five feet away. Yeah, yeah. No, that drives me nuts. Okay, good because I, uh, I sometimes I'll park. I, I'll admit it. I'll try to find a spot next to the little parking spot garage. You know, for the the little the the parking place for the carts. But it drives it just. It <laughs> That's how I feel about it. I shouldn't park in the handicapped spot. Oh my gosh. Uh It's so convenient. I just it makes me crazy. Do you know that one time when I was about eight and a half months pregnant and I'll never forget this, I, I went to let's see, I was I I put my cart away and I went to open my door and somebody had put their cart kind of by my door and she had done it as I was walking up pregnant and she still got in her car and drove away. With part of the cart like next to my front door, I had to move her cart, and I wanted to just run after her. It drives me crazy. And a- actually, it's funny. I got in a well a little online war with someone that I know from back home who uh, has a bunch of kids. And she was like, "Well, you know, I, I have kids in the cart. There's no way I can possibly return the cart because it takes too much time, and cops are going to stop me and say that I'm neglecting my kids and take me to jail." I'm like, "What are you talking what? about? Come Ugh. on, really?" I mean, that's just, that's absurd. So, uh, listen, if you are uh, listening to Life in the Groove, then you will not leave your cart for someone else to put away. In fact, you will put away everybody else's cart, and you will enjoy it when you do it, and you'll get more exercise, and you'll burn calories. So there you have it. That's the rule. Do not leave your carts. Please. Please. Oh my gosh. Okay, and uh, and uh, and one more um as we move into the weight loss segment for you. Um before that, quickly pad your schedule, stress less. You know what? Add an extra 5 minutes to all your appointments. You know what it's like when you are flying around, running errands and you get a little bit behind. We all know how that feels. Or and if someone makes you behind like you show up and they're running late and you're late. I know that's a drag. But if you pad a little extra time, you don't have that stress level going on, and you know exactly what I'm talking about. So stress less by adding just a little bit of extra time to everything you're doing right now. So you deal with the traffic and appointments, and uh, and the frustration level will go down. Just pad your schedule a little more. Okay, and finally, real quickly, here's one way you can make sure that you're dealing with weight loss, if that's your, uh, your intention, um, accurately most people underestimate calorie burn okay um they think that they're burning um a certain amount of calories and they have it wrong when they're wearing certain heart rate monitors okay If you're not wearing that, you always think you burn way more calories. So most people don't wear the little heart rate monitor things that give you the calorie burn. Those actually are low on calorie burn. But I will say this, that most of us, if we're not wearing that, we think we burn a bunch of calories and we don't. We think that we don't eat as much as we do. Keep track of how much you're eating, every single morsel, every lick, every bite, add it up. And realize that if you think you're burning a ton of calories, you're probably burning anywhere from 1 to 300 calories less than you think you are. Most people, without any kind of measuring device, are eating more calories than they think and burning less calories in their exercise. And that alone can help you to start losing weight if you want to. Life in the Groove finished up this segment halfway through the month. Back next weekend with more good stuff and a fantastic guest on Active Aging. Not me, of course. I'm not aging, but the rest of you. All right, you guys, take good care of yourself out there. Please, please, please. And make good choices. Set appropriate boundaries. Spread some good vibrations. Find something to laugh about every day. And manage your stress before it manages you. Tina Anderson reminding you to live your life in the groove. Mrs. Mrs.
1: Close, Mrs. Close, Mrs. Close, Mrs. Close.